With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Welcome to New York. Attention fans, this is the Devil's State of Mind Podcast, brought to you by the Hockey Podcast Network. Now here's your host, Neil Villapiano! What's going on, Devils fans? My name is Neil Villapiano, and welcome to another edition of the Devils State of Mind podcast. And today, as this recording will be on June 29th, um, you know, we are going to be talking about the NHL draft lottery and the results that happened from, you know, Friday, from Friday's draft lottery. And this is a little bit different because I actually made the majority of this episode the day of the basically like a half hour after the draft lottery had been announced. And I had Shane Ryan of the Centurion Overtaking podcast, the Ottawa Senators based podcast here on the Hockey Podcast Network. Um, come on. So it was kind of a uh, kind of last minute. Basically, I was expe- I, I thought we were actually going to do it, uh, to, you know, the day after. But instead, he was like, no, let's jump on and do it right now. So you guys will get a chance to listen to it, you know, in just a minute. Uh, I just wanted to do a quick intro because I didn't really get the chance to do that last night. So again, welcome to uh, this edition of the Devil's State of Mind podcast here on the Hockey Podcast Network. This is episode, I believe, four um, of the first season of the Devil's State of Mind podcast. So for those of you that don't know, really quick, um, for, from the Devil's standpoint, the Devils have the seventh overall pick going into the 2020 NHL draft. But there were some things that happened after the seventh pick was announced that really irritated myself and Shane. So I want you guys to uh, sit back, relax, and enjoy uh, our conversation, almost an hour conversation of what had just transpired a half hour prior to us actually doing the recording. So enjoy yourselves, guys. This is myself uh, talking with Shane Ryan from Centurion Overtaking. So take a listen. Yo, fuck this league. This league's a joke. I'm done. Like, straight up, fuck them. The, why are you doing it live? You, and now, you're going to have, I guarantee you a team's going to do that. Hey, boys. Like, if I'm, if I'm Montreal, if I'm, if I'm Chicago, yeah. you know you're not going to make it far. So why even fucking bother? Get swept. Get a chance at the first overall pick. Yep. Get Lafrenia. What do you fucking do? It's the stupidest thing the league has ever done. The stupidest. Yeah. I, I don't. <laughs> well, first of all, what's going on, uh, Devils fans? My name is Neil Villapiano, and welcome to another edition of the Devils State of Mind podcast here on the Hockey Podcast Network. And uh, 
if you're wondering why I didn't, you know, do my class, you know, my, my typical woo before I started, it's, it's primarily because myself and my guests today on the podcast are both not only upset, but in, in pretty much shock more, more to say the least. And, uh, joining me today on the devil's state of mind podcast is the, is the man behind the Centurion overtaking podcast. He actually took over the devil's podcast on an interim basis with Bayou this past season, but, uh, it is great to once again have on a good friend of mine uh, that is Shane Ryan, and uh, obviously you started off on a, you know pretty pretty fired up, but I want to let you continue because you know for those of you that you know for some reason at this point don't already know, we are recording this maybe 15, 20 minutes after we just found out what's going to be happening in this year's draft. You know the first uh, eight picks, and the reason that I say eight and not seven. Is because Deputy Commissioner Bill Daly announced just prior to announcing, you know, which guy, which teams are going to get which picks, that he said already there's a team that is going to be in the play-in round that jumped to the top three. So as of right now, we have Buffalo at eight. The Devils are going to be picking at number seven. Not a, not really that much of a surprise, I think, for us Devils fans. I think we were expecting six or seven. So I don't think there was much drama there. Anaheim at six. Ottawa's own pick, the Ottawa Senators' own pick, goes to number five. Detroit got kicked in the groin and dropped to four. And then we got to the top three. And Ottawa still had a chance because they owned San Jose's pick from the Eric Carlson trade two years ago. And the LA Kings were there, and there was also a mystery team, as they like to call it. And it turned out Ottawa got from San Jose's pick, got the third overall pick, and I said to myself and all my Devils fans, I said, I swear, I swear to God, if it's L.A., I'm going to get pissed, I don't want this, and then it just happens to be L.A. getting the second overall pick, so that means a mystery team, one of the eight teams that is going to get knocked out of the play-in round, will have the number one overall pick. This is classic NHL kicking every single team in the groin. How the fuck does a team on pace for 19 wins go to four? I would honestly, I would have been okay if they just said, fuck the lottery. We're just going to, uh, to, to allow Detroit the first overall pick. I would have been okay with that. Just say, fuck it. Give them the first overall pick they need. I, they're on pace for 19 wins. I yeah. don't, I, this league is a joke. This league yeah. is absolutely a joke. Well, yeah, I mean, it's not a surprise. Fuck yourselves. Yeah, it's it's not a surprise. Look, I I was originally saying, you know what, we should just like forget about a lottery this year because things are just so uncertain. They should have just done it what like the NFL does every year, where basically like whoever finished in dead last is getting the first overall pick. That's how. So it should, you know, in reality, it would have been nice to see it go. You know, Detroit, Ottawa. Um, I don't know who had the third best odds at this at this point. Anaheim, right? And L.A. LA. So it should have been that. I would have been fine with that. I think everybody would have been fine with staying where they finished at the end of the season. But once Deputy Commissioner Bill Daly said right from the start, when when it, when Catherine Tappen goes, Bill Daly, here you go. And he goes, well, actually, I have eight cards. And I went, oh, no. Oh, they the did minute. it. Something happened. And, and I remember I was talking to um, – I think I was talking to Tom, to Tom at Tom Franklin, and he was like, oh, here we go. It happened. Someone got screwed. Someone's getting kicked in the, kicked in the groin. And it was all th- – except L.A., 
who moved from three to two, so good for them. Everyone else got screwed in one way or another. I was thinking like, I went in my head before, just before the start, I said, it's gonna be Buffalo. I'm, I'm waiting for it, it's gonna be Buffalo, they're gonna jump to number one and that's how it's gonna go. It didn't go any way other than what I think all of us on the hockey podcast that were expected it to go. The league is rigged. How the fuck do you know you doing like this live? And now you're telling a team, oh, you're going to go suck. Yeah, basically. I mean, it's – and, you know, I actually just found this out, like, moments ago. The number one pick was announced an hour before we actually – they actually did the lottery. Yeah, rigged. It's fucking yeah. rigged. Sportsnet, Sportsnet, an hour ago, made a made, put out an article that said that the number one team, that the number one pick is going to be held by a mystery team. It was actually Luke Fox, who, for lack of a better term, basically ruined it for everybody by saying that. And I remember people were saying, "Dude, it's already done. We already know who's going to first round, first overall pick." And I go, "All right, cool. Hopefully, it's like." You know, hopefully it's one. You know, it's it's one of the three teams in the top three right now. Like Detroit had such a bad season, and they weren't even trying to tank. They just had a bad year. They could not. They weren't trying to lose games on purpose. And then you look at Ottawa, and Ottawa was trying its very best to be as competitive as possible, and they still get screwed. And they had two chances to get a to get a top three pick. Now, and, and like, just. Oh, it just, oh my God. You know, like if it ends up being some team like Columbus, I'm not going to get mad. I'm really not going to get mad. But if it's like Pittsburgh, uh, Montreal, Arizona, God forbid, um, you know, the Rangers, somebody like that, someone's going to get, someone's going to get sued at some point. So it's rigged for people who are saying, Oh, it's not rigged. It's fucking rigged. They wanted it to create another damn draft that they could make more money, get more viewership. Yeah. And here's the thing. Lafreniere was supposed to, to go on and, you know, fucking talk to them afterwards. Right. And he said no. Yep. Yep. No. Like, I'm, I'm he, sorry. He said no. He didn't. He, I, I turned it off after they announced the number one overall pick, so I didn't see the ending of, like, them explaining the next round of the draft, which at this point – any of the teams that are not in the playoff, that are not even in the play-in round, we don't care. Like, we just don't care at this point because it's over. Because the NHL did exactly what we all expected them to do, which was to basically screw over every single team that is not playing. So you have Ottawa, the Devils, you know, Buffalo, Detroit, Anaheim, San Jose, maybe to a lesser extent San Jose, but but you get my point that they're all going to be waiting till December or later for God knows, you know, how bad the second wave of the virus is going to be. And you have a team, one of those teams that's in the playing round that's saying to themselves, wait a minute, we now have a chance to get the number one overall pick. So you're going to see teams probably not go as hard because of that reason. If I'm not sure, Lafreniere is a French superstar. Why would I play? Why right. don't I want my team to play? Fuck it. Lose. Exactly. And at first, like, I don't want... <sighs> yeah, I know. Mark Bergevin, I am pretty sure, is going to probably tell his team to not try that hard. It's really not going to because he's going to sit there and say, we have a great opportunity to, to get the number one overall pick. And it makes a lot of sense. It makes a lot of sense. And I'm, I'm, my phone is blown up like crazy 
from all of my friends saying the NHL is rigged. It is. It is. It's the NHL is totally rigged, and we. I knew this coming in. Like I had said, I had said to people, and I even said it to you, Shane, on, on the on the group chat that I would say, look, if a team like the Devils somehow got the first pick, they went from like six to one. That would have proved to me that it was rigged. And that's coming from somebody who would have experienced now three first-round picks in the last four years. I would sit there and say, it's rigged. And I don't know why it's rigged in the devil's favor. But I, I knew once Bill Daly said there were eight cards, I said, somebody's getting screwed. Somebody's getting screwed. And the worst thing for Detroit and the worst thing for Ottawa happened. It's the worst thing. Because you were talking to me, you know, via message and everything about the different, you know, situations that Ottawa could be in with their top two picks, even possibly the Islander pick as well. A 25% chance and lost to a 2.5. A 2.5. Unbelievable. Yeah. It's ridiculous. Yeah. Like, I understand people are like, oh, Tankathon, Tankathon. Tankathon is literally the most fucked up site for these simulators. It is, it's not actually like, their odds aren't the same. Like, yeah, it's, yeah. Just, it's a simulation. When yeah. are simulations ever the same as real life? Mm-hmm. Now that the NHL refused to, refuses to do it live, yeah. why the fuck should we not say that it's not rigged? Well, it is. Should well, we start doing it live? Yeah. Like, you know? Well, you know, we, we both agree. Everybody, everybody in, the, in the chat also agrees that, like, this, this, should, this is not surprising what happened. This is not surprising. Uh, it's, it's more of just... See, this is the NHL continuing to do what it's done for many years, and that is horseshit leap. It's right, exactly. And this is this is one of those things. Like it was just ridiculous. Like I was sitting there saying to myself, I've been thinking all day about it because it's obviously been the only thing that was on my mind all day. And I was thinking, okay, please, just don't allow a a playing team to get a top three pick. That's all we're asking for. Other than that, I don't care what happens. Like I really don't. If Buffalo jumps from seven to one, good for them. If Ottawa moves from three to or two to, to one, awesome. If Detroit stays at number one, awesome. Like, I'm totally for it. But the minute that Bill Daly said that we had eight cards, I looked over at my brother who was watching the lottery with me trying to understand what the hell was going on. I said, it's, it's rigged. I already know. And he goes, what, is, what do you mean? He said, well, basically that means that a playing team just got one of the top three picks. And then I'm sitting there once we got to the top three and I said, it's going to be number one, isn't it? Like, LA's not getting number, number one overall. Like, it's just not going to happen. Like, it's, it's going to be one of those playing teams. And, the, and I guarantee you that the minute that the NHL announced, way back, you know, many weeks ago, when they announced how the lottery was going to go down, I guarantee you they already knew that one of those playing teams was going to get a top three pick. They put it that way. They made it that way. That's pretty much the way I look at it. So it's a, um, it's a tough deal right now. I think for a lot of us, um, you know, I've even spoken to fans of teams that are not even involved. Like I was talking to a couple of um, Bruins, Bruins fans that I know, and they were like, I can't believe that. I, I can't believe that, Detroit and Ottawa in particular got screwed and the way they got screwed the worst case scenario happened that was the worst case scenario that a a playing team was going to get the number one overall pick that was the worst case scenario the only thing that would have made it worse in my opinion was that if more than one team in the playing round got it oh if it was two they like I'm sorry it's fucking horseshit I still can't believe that if it was like team A or team B okay a little bit more 
understanding. But a team, like, Ooh. 2.5% chance. And the fact that it took them 15 fucking minutes to pick those winners, you're going to tell me that the – what? It took them 15 minutes to deliver, like, yeah, 15 minutes. If you already had the fucking things done, why did it take 15 minutes? Maybe because they were trying to get it to the, the playing team to win. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, I mean, it's, it, it's you know, it, this, this is one of those things that I said, you know, only the NHL could do, could do something like this. Like, I've seen the NBA do this a couple times where they've rigged it for one specific right. team. You know, they've done it. But, like, I don't, I don't think I've ever seen it this bad. And I, and I hope the NBA, you know, sees what just happened, the, you know, a half hour ago and say, okay, let's try to make sure that doesn't happen. Because that's the last thing that we need. And the fact that you have seven teams in the NHL that are not going to be playing in the next couple months, they're not going to probably be back on the ice as a team until late, you know, mid to late November. I hope, I hope that Frenier goes to the KHL. Fuck it. Sign a three-year deal. Play well, that's, the, that's the question I'm hearing. I, I'm wondering to myself, is Lafreniere happy about that? I'm sure he doesn't mind. He'd, I'm sure to him he didn't have a preference. I mean, I could be wrong. I know he had a preference. You think it was Montreal? No, I think it was, like, out of everyone they talked to him about having a team, like going to a team, Ottawa was the one he sounded the most excited for. Ottawa? Yeah. Well, you know, look, when you look at Ottawa. He did the interview. He's like, no, I'm not doing it. Is that – did he say personally he like he's like, not yeah, doing it? Sure. After the, after the thing on Sportsnet, they're like, oh, yeah, Lafreniere was supposed to show, but he said no, like, I'm not – I'm going to pass on it. Right, because he, he, he's looking at it and he's saying to himself, you know, I'm going to end up going to a team that, you know, maybe – shouldn't be going to. Right, that I shouldn't be going to. And I'm going to get – and he's going to get roasted by NHL fans and it's not even his fault. If he go, you know, if – I want my friend here to go to the KHL. Say straight up, could. the NHL, go overseas for a couple of years. He could. I don't remember the last NHL player to decide not to play in the NHL after being the number one overall pick, but – um, I just got I just got word that uh, interim GM of the Devils, Tom Fitzgerald, said stated uh, this is a deep first round. We're excited about that. We'll be ready for number seven and start from there. So obviously, talking about it from the Devils standpoint, none of us expected to get the number one overall pick. So I'm gar- I almost guarantee you that any Devils fan that's listening to this episode right now or was watching the lottery when it happened thought to themselves, "We're getting number one overall pick," because frankly, this draft is so deep that it didn't really matter where we were going to end up. So like, if you're a Devils fan, like, relax. We got seven, not a big deal. We're not panicking. We need to focus on getting a GM and a coach before we think about who the hell we're going to draft at number seven. Like, see, I'm not even mad that Ottawa didn't win the lottery. Three and five, really good. Really happy about it. Um, but going – like the way everything happened, like yeah, I'm, I'm pissed because like, are like really? Are you? Are, I don't even know how to explain it right now. Yeah. Like I'm actually livid. Yeah, I know. We're we're everybody's everybody's pissed. I mean, there's not a single person out there, you know, that that's pissed. You know, there was um, I think it was. I just saw it here. Frank from the Blue Jackets pod. Uh, he just put in our group chat. He got he, it was a tweet from Katie Caldwell. She goes, "Where does one buy a placeholder jersey at NHL?" <laughs> because it's really like if you think about it, if you're a fan of any of the teams that's in the playing round right now, 
you are licking your chuff because you're saying yourself, holy crap. If I'm a Pittsburgh fan, a Toronto fan, a Montreal fan, an Islanders fan, fuck it, lose. Especially if I'm the Islanders in Toronto, they're, top, they're protected. Arizona, protected. You know? Yeah. It, fuck it. Lose it. Get in the frame here. Like, it just it doesn't make any sense to me. Yeah. No, I mean, it's, it's you know, like, it, it, was just the, it was just one of those things where, like, you were hoping that it wasn't the case. You were really hoping that, that, that what happened would not actually happen. And, unfortunately, it did. And it's, honestly, it's one of Ottawa just says, like, yo, whoever the placeholder team is, we'll give you number three. We'll give you two second-round picks. Yeah. And there you go. So be yeah. it. And then I just, and I just also saw this tweet like a half hour ago from Corey uh, Mississack from The Athletic who covers the Devils. He said, if Arizona loses to Nashville in the qualification round, the Coyotes' pick could be number one. Could. So, obviously, everybody talking about the, the classic Taylor All has special powers when it comes to lottery. Well, if Arizona were to happen to get the number one overall pick, I don't think anybody should be that surprised because of a certain player on their team. Here's the thing, Here's the thing that pisses me off. So, if the playing round can't be, um, can't be played, right. Chicago, Arizona, Minnesota, Winnipeg, Rangers, Florida, and Columbus – I'll have a 12.5% chance of winning the first overall pick. Jesus. Like. Oh, my God. Like, it's one of those things that you sit there and you say, how, how, how could they let this happen? Like, how could they just be like, no, we're totally cool with giving a team who is going to have a chance to play in a little bit of, a, of, you know, playoffs to then also get a chance to have the number one overall pick. It's, it's stupid because – it's a consolation prize for not getting into the playoffs. Your consolation prize is you get the number one overall pick when you have several teams that didn't even get an opportunity to, to do anything to give themselves better odds. And it's frustrating. The other part of this, um, the other part of this tweet that I saw that um, is interesting, it says, if, if it's not Arizona, it will be number 9, 10, or 11. If it's 11 – it's 11 if Montreal and the Rangers lose the playing round and don't win the second lottery. It moves up one or two spots if Montreal and or New York win the play-in or the lottery. So, you know, as a Devils fan, the last thing that any of us want to see is the Rangers go from being in a play-in series to having the number one overall pick. It, it would be one of those things. And it's, you know, it, it's one of those things that's really, really frustrating because, you know, it, it's – it, you know, we're, we're sitting here saying there are several teams in the, in the playing round that we just don't want to see get the number one overall pick. I think Pittsburgh's one of them. I think that's fair. Um, maybe I not, think, you know. Honestly, Minnesota. You don't want to see Minnesota get it or you do? I want to see Minnesota. You want to see, yeah, well, Isha, Isha if you're listening to this, like, I, I, I don't know how you would feel about it. Um, and, and maybe you could come on to the uh to the pod and talk about it at a different point but yeah i mean Air, minnesota i don't think it would i don't think anybody would get mad if it was minnesota you know it, i don't th- there would be so there are a few teams that i look at that i say i can't get mad so like if columbus were to get the first overall pick i'm not going to sit here and get mad about it i'll be like all right cool minnesota uh, or you know you know it, it would just be it would be fine it would be fine but like the fact that there are going to be teams that are probably now looking at their situation and saying, we could just lose 
in three straight and get the number one overall and get the number one overall pick. Like we could just do that and I'll be fine. And then we'll be set for next season. Yeah, basically. So, and, and right, exactly. So that's basically what, what this was all about. I was really hoping when I was sitting there, I, I, I was sitting there and I saw Ottawa didn't get, you know, with their top pick, they got to five. I was like, all right, cool. And I, and you were like, you were like, all right, let's go. You know, let's fucking go. You know, like we're, we're ready for this. Because I was expecting, and I think a lot of people were, that you know either Ottawa or Detroit was going to end up getting the number one overall pick. I, I felt like it was at I that point. Detroit, when I saw Detroit getting it, like dropping to fourth, I knew a placeholder team was going to get it. As yeah. much as I wanted Ottawa to get it, I knew a placeholder team was getting it. Yeah. I just saw that Andy said to you that, I mean, you might get your wish of Drysdale or Rossi. So there you I go. Mean, don't get me wrong. I, I... And you were, you, were, you were really going off with uh, – who is it? Um, who is it? Like, Byfield? When I because I said Byfield should be seventy eight overall in NHL twenty, and you went, I'm not even gonna put him at. I think what did you say, sixty eight? And I'm not buying Byfield. Or like sixty, and then somebody just somebody literally just came after you. Some someone was like, "Oh, you're bringing up." Race. It was a bot. I think it's a bot. I don't it has nothing to do with his race. I don't care. I think you went after. I think a bot went after you. Maybe I, I think don't it's care. A bot. I don't care if he was fucking purple with five arms. I'm not buying them. Right. <laughs> but like, to do with race. If you're in my history. I literally hated on Byfield right. the whole year. And I'm not even hating on him. I think he's going to be a great player. Do I think he's some exceptional world-class talent? No. I yeah. think he's too small. Like, he plays too small. He gets dominated easily when he gets hit. Like, he has so much to work on. Like, I'm not sold on him being a top-two pick. Yep. So, I, <laughs> I don't know. And, uh, and, and I'm looking at – I'm looking – I'm honestly looking at, you know, Arizona's Twitter account, the, the Coyotes Twitter account, and they literally just interviewed the GM of the, the Coyotes, John uh, Chaika. Is that correct? Chaika? I apologize if I'm saying it wrong. But he said, quote, I'm looking to win a cup. The first pick is not even on my radar. And every single person – who is responding to the tweet saying stuff like odds of of Lafreniere equals 12.5%. Odds of Stanley Cup equals 0%. So it, it's it's one of those things that, it, you know, it's one of those things that there are teams that if they get it. No, go ahead. It was the 12th seed that won it. Right. So it's it's it, it's going to. It's going to end up, it's going to end up getting, you know, really frustrating, you know, be really frustrating. So it, you know, and I just saw that Amanda Stein just tweeted to Devils fans. She said, just an FYI, Devils Jack, Hughes, Devils Jack Hughes' brother, Quinn Hughes, was selected seventh overall by Vancouver in his draft year. So it's, it's not bad. I mean, I, I don't like this, you know, I, I, I'm not really happy with this. And Bob McKenzie also just tweeted this. Team E with a two, as you mentioned, Shane, with a two and a half percent chance of winning number one, won the big prize. That's the twelfth seed, as you mentioned, in lottery percentages. That I don't get it. I, I how does a two and a half percent chance somehow become the number one overall pick? I don't understand how those odds work that way. Rigged. It's why they do it in a. Well, that's what I'm saying. They do it an hour before they release it, so they can make sure they got exactly what they want. And they're like, okay, we can't have Ottawa drop to five and six. We need to make – no, the minute they said they had eight, like, they had eight teams, I knew, mm-hmm. I knew it was over. Yeah. Yeah. Well, well, 
Well, Shane, let me let me ask you this because obviously you were you were watching it. My question to you is this: when when they when Bill Daly said there were eight teams, there were there were eight cards. Did you think that Ottawa was going to get screwed at that point? Did you think that they I were going to get screwed? Were getting screwed. Yeah, <laughs> with both picks. Like I well no, I knew Ottawa like the chances. Like Ottawa was going to have two top five picks. I felt confident in that. Yeah, I felt like Detroit was going to be the team that got screwed the most. Mm-hmm. Uh, I didn't think Ottawa was going to drop. When I started, when Buffalo went, like when Buffalo hit eight, I'm like, okay, Ottawa's most likely going to hit five, probably four or five. I figured that was going to be the case. I figured that, obviously, I figured like LA and, you know, I figured that's the way it was going to go. But I was not expecting a playoff team or a play-in team to win. I think a lot of us can say that we expected a play-in team to get a top three pick because I had talked about it several times on several other podcasts on the network about, you know, where I thought, where I could see it all going down. And I think all, I think the consensus with, with, with all of us is that we all believe that a playing team was going to get a top three pick. As far as getting the number one overall pick, that was probably one of the furthest things from my mind. And I kept saying that I was expecting chaos and I actually got it, but not in the way I was kind of hoping. Um, also, do you not realize that whenever it's a big name that's going first, like an actual big name going first overall, it always seems to be a big market team winning yeah. the first overall pick. Well, I mean, you look at Hughes, Keisher, Darlene, they're not big names compared to McDavid, Matthews, Lafreniere. Like, the NHL has set itself up to be rigged because whenever there's a big, a big name, like a big, big name, it always seems to go to a big market. Well, yeah, and that's like, why it makes sense if Lafreniere ended up in Montreal. It just or makes or Toronto or Toronto. Right. It's just like, they don't need him. None of them need him. They're not desperate for him, but obviously they'll gladly take it. I could see Montreal, you know, even though like Montreal would be like sort of fine with me. I wouldn't complain as much. I know Shane, you have a different opinion on that. Um, but if it was Pittsburgh or Toronto, you know, I would have more of a problem with it because I'd say they're already a playoff team. They don't need anything else. They don't need another star player that can continue to help them be good for the next 15, 20 more years. Like, and, and like you mentioned, this is the thing. Like, it's trying to help the big market teams remain the big market teams. That's just what it is. And it's ridiculous. Like, it's, 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 it, I don't want to say, I hate saying it's unfair because I know that life isn't fair, but the fact that this has happened numerous times, numerous times, to me, just proves the fact that the NHL is setting itself up so that the teams that they know will give them the most money and the most coverage are the teams that remain good. So, you know, I'm, you know, there's things that I don't really know, like, if it was like, if somebody told me, oh, it's going to end up being the Chicago Blackhawks, I personally not going to get that mad. I don't really care. I, I think like, okay, if it was any of the teams, like eight through 10, I'd be okay. Understandable. The fact that it was the 12th seed, the right. 12th seed. So that team, okay, you know what? I'm going to look it up. Let, let's see who right now is the 12th seed in the NHL standings. Yeah, I think it's going to be but, somebody that we're not happy about. Let's just let's see. Overall, no, I'm you, man. It's let's, gonna, let's go to the league. Well, the 12th seed is so the, I think it's Montreal. Nope, the eighth, the 12th seed, seven, eight, nine, ten, 12, is Vancouver. 
Vancouver would have won the draft lottery. And guess what? what? I don't think anybody would be that mad about it. Here's the thing. 12th seed at 78 points. They were sitting two point, one point out of a playoff spot. Yep. So yeah. you're telling me that a playoff team by one point would have won the would have won first overall, but right. a team that had was on pace for 19 wins goes to fourth. Right. And that see, I was trying to figure out to myself, like I was all I you know, I think a lot of the day I was thinking worst case scenarios, and I wasn't even thinking about it from the devil's standpoint, because I said, look, the devils have the second lowest odds of the seven teams. They're most likely either going to stay put or move back a spot. And that and, and what happened, talking about it from the devil's standpoint, it, it happened the way that we I think all of us expected. Had it gone any, had they gone, you know, up to five or four or whatever, it would have been, you know, it, it just would have been gravy. I think it would it would have been great and everything. But like when I look at when I was thinking about it in my head, I said, you know, the worst case scenario is going to happen here. I just don't know what that worst case scenario is because it's going to depend on a certain team. And the, NH- and the NHL found a way to screw over two different teams that need that first overall pick way more than any of these playing teams. You're talking about Detroit. No, I, I get it. Detroit has been you know, in the playoffs consistently for 20-plus years, and now they finally stink, and everybody's like, you know, can they at least suck for a while? And like, I get that. I get that. Ottawa, who has not been able to be as successful as their 2017 team a couple years ago, desperately needs a top pick. Particularly, it would have made sense for them to get the number one overall pick. It didn't happen that way. And what happened instead was Detroit, I think the worst they could have fallen back to, I think, was four. So what happened, happened, the worst thing that could happen to them happened. Canucks won the draft, basically. Right. That, that shit's fucked up, right. in my opinion. If you're a Red Wings fan... My, my thinking is, it should be the bottom 10 teams. Right. Bottom 10 teams, that's it. If you're 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, you're in limbo. I'm sorry. You're a borderline playoff team. You don't need a first overall pick. Right. It right. No, you, you, like, because, again, it's like, now, now you give... See, this is the thing. And this is why I applaud the NBA because the NBA is not doing their draft lottery or anything until after the eight games are played. Which would make so much more sense. It does because now those teams that are in the playoffs in the Western Conference and in the Washington Wizards in the Eastern Conference, they can't just sit there and say, oh, we'll just lose the last eight games and just go into the draft lottery. No, they they made it so that no team could get screwed over. And so this is what you've seen. But the NHL – Wanted to get a draft lottery done before the playing round, and once they announced, because we're not going to have the draft until what? Uh, October. October. So exactly. October. Fucking three months before. Like. No, I mean, I, I know. You know, look. If you're Alex Lafreniere, your your expectation going into this lottery is that you were probably going to end up going to one of those teams that desperately needs a franchise player. Like that was clear. It was obvious. Detroit made sense. They had a terrible season. They deserved it. And they're not saying it in a disrespectful way. They really did deserve it. Like, they honestly need it. And then you have a team like Ottawa, who also really needs it. You know, they, they've, been de- they've been dealing with some, a lot of frustration, and it just makes sense. And it would – I almost guarantee you this. If Lafreniere would, you know, ended up, if he had ended up going to Ottawa, 
that you know the 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 place would be packed a lot a lot of hope like uh, i forgot the lady's name but god bless her she's an essential worker in ottawa she was representing the senators they asked Catherine tapp and asked her what would it mean for the senators to get the number one overall pick she said straight up it would give the it would give the entire city so much optimism and hope for the future what you instead did, and I'm talking about the NHL, what you did instead is screw over several fan bases that have been really struggling for many years, and you're just continuing to help them continue to struggle. And I don't get that. I don't understand. You have this many teams in the NHL, and you continue to do this year in and year out in many different forms, and it just has to stop. It should have just been the 2012 style. I would have, I would have, been, I would have been fine with that. Like I. I would have been fine with that. To um, also to Devils fans who may not understand the whole thing with Arizona's pick, I'll again explain. The Arizona pick that the Devils got from the Taylor Hall trade is a top three protector. So if Arizona somehow gets the number one overall pick, they keep that pick, and the Devils get their first round pick next year in 2021. If it's out of the top, and and we already know it's not. You know, could it be a top ten pick? Possibly, we don't know, but. If it's not a top three, the Devils get it regardless. That, that's the way it's going. Um, and I'm sure for a lot of us Devils fans is that we are hoping that it's not. Uh, there, are, there are not that many teams, when you look at it from the Devils standpoint, that we could say we don't want to see. I think the three teams that you could say from the Devils standpoint that we don't want to see win the lottery are Arizona, we don't want to see the Rangers, and we don't want to see the, the Penguins. The Islanders, I'm not going to really – like, if the Islanders get it, it wouldn't really bug me that much. It would just be like, okay, whatever. Like, it's, it is what it is. But if I'm not mistaken, because I'm trying to remember here, doesn't Ottawa have the Islanders' first-round pick this year? It's top three protected. But it's top three protected, right. So, if it isn't – Let's say they finish first overall. Let's say they lose out and they draft. We got their pick in 2021. So, we basically traded away Pajot for nothing. Right, yeah, exactly. It's just, no, on paper, right from there, you will officially have the trade finalized when you say, so you traded John Gabriel Pajot for Alex, you know, well, no, you traded, you basically traded John Gabriel Pajot and Alex Lafreniere for pennies on the dollar. That's pretty much what it's going to look like. So no it's, it, it's frustrating because, again, I had I had people you know at the you know in the Devils ticketing um, you know department calling me the last couple of days saying to me you know getting tell me like are you excited for like the draft lottery and I'm like here's the deal Devils have won two of the last three first round picks we personally do not need another number one overall pick we will gladly take it if that's what we get but I'm saying it's not and it's not something that we are desperately hoping for. And I may not, I mean, I may be only some of the few Devils fans that say that, because I've seen a lot of people today say, oh, you know, wish us luck and everything. And it's like, no, I mean, dude, this draft is, is very deep. So we'll still have an opportunity to draft a player that can really help us. It just depends on who's available by the time number seven rolls around. And we'll get into that in the next couple of weeks, where, you know, as we, we continue on with this. But it's just... It's so unbelievably frustrating to see, see the lottery play out the way that it did. And it played out exactly the way that I think all of us were hoping that it, it wouldn't. And the fact that you have a, a team that in just a couple of weeks is going to have an opportunity to play again 
and have you and they will have one of two choices. One, they try to get into the playoffs and maybe make a, a crazy run to the Stanley Cup, or they could get the number one overall pick. They can't a lot of these teams can't lose either way. They just can't. They they they're gonna win out regardless. And that's the problem. That is the problem with I'm what ended up happening. I'm looking at this result and scrapping it and trying it again. I mean, so, so again, for those of you that don't know, the lottery as of right now, we only have the top eight picks as of right now, and it's Buff- the Buffalo Sabres got, have the number eight pick. The Devils have number seven. Uh, number six, I believe, is Anaheim. Correct me if I'm wrong. Is it Anaheim? I think it's Anaheim. I want to say it's Anaheim. I, for, I, I can't believe I already forgot. I'm so frustrated with what's going on that I just I completely, I completely lost my, my crap. I mean, I'm just – like I said, I'm just frustrated – with the way this is all, with the way it all played out, because this doesn't make sense. But it's it's Buffalo, the Devils, Anaheim at six. The Senators' own pick is at five. The Red Wings go from one to four. The Senators' pick that they got from San Jose in the Eric Carlson trade is number three. The LA Kings get number two, and a qualifying round team will have the number one overall pick. And here's another thing. We have talked about numerous times in different sports other than just hockey that this is a very quote-unquote unique year in the world of sports because of the impact that COVID-19 has had on it. And so you've seen things that you'll probably never see again or you'll see something that's going to be the new norm. The NHL saw this lottery as an opportunity to do something that had never been done before. And they said, well, what's the best scenario for us when it comes to, you know, drama and things like that? They go, oh, I know. Why don't we have one of the playing teams get an opportunity to have the number one overall pick? The problem is, is that the teams that are in the playing round, some of them are borderline playoff teams that with a couple more games probably would have gotten into the top eight if we had a regular NHL season. And now they have an opportunity to go one of two ways. You either get past the playing round, get into the Stanley Cup playoffs, and have a legitimate shot of playing for the Stanley Cup, or you have an opportunity to get the number one overall pick. So the seven teams that are not going to be playing till December have been doubly screwed. They were screwed by not getting into the 2014 playoff, and they're getting screwed again in this lottery. So... It's, it's one of those things that you just sit there and you say to yourself, this, see, this is why, because I've had a lot of people say, you know, why does everybody dislike Gary Bedman? Well, things like this just prove it. It just, like, it just, you know, and I actually was kind of supporting Gary Bettman for a while because when I compared him to the other commissioners of, of the major sports here in the United States, he was one of the few that seemed to have a lot of his act together. He's, you know, they, they had a plan in place. They've been following the guidelines and things have been, you know, looking up. And I sat there watching this lottery and I said, this is the only way that he is going to once again be hated in the eyes of the NHL by him doing this. And But you see how it wasn't him? What's up? Like you see how it wasn't it was daily because fuck daily. <laughs> the commissioner wasn't even there. He was at home. Yeah, it's true. He wasn't home. He wasn't home. Um, you know, I was 
you know, Bill Daly has been, I've actually met Bill Daly several times. Um, so I, and I don't really have much of an opinion on him because again, he's the deputy commissioner and most people that's see him. Joke. That's what he is. I mean, that's the thing. That's the way he's going to be looked at by a lot of teams in the NHL because here's the thing that he said. He made this comment right after Gary Bettman was on, on NBCSN and wherever people were listening to him talking about the return to play protocol. People asked him, what about the seven teams that didn't get into the pl- that are not in the 2014? He goes, quote, we are very sensitive to those teams and we're going to try our best to make it as fair for them as possible during this long period of not playing. This doesn't help. This doesn't help. This, is, this, was, this was an opportunity for you and the NHL to not piss people off. If you had just given Ottawa, Detroit, maybe LA, you know, you could throw a wild card in there and say maybe Buffalo. You know, I think people wouldn't have been that mad especially if the top three picks, none of them were going to be playing teams. If we, and they should, and I don't know why they were included in this. That was the other thing that blew my mind. Montreal, that's why. Montreal, Chicago. It's, you know, it's like you look at it and you say, okay, just do a lottery with the seven teams that are not in it so that, so that we don't have this problem. But no, they, and once they announced like, oh, most teams in the play around get at least a 3% chance of getting the number one overall pick, I'm saying it's three, it's about 3%, 2.5%, it's still a chance. It's, you're still putting fear in all the teams that are not playing because, again, you're giving those playing teams an extra incentive. You're saying to them – I think that's my thing, that problem, like – they should have just waited until after after it. But, like, you know, I've it, been doing all, like. It's frustrating. No, I, I can, it, it's, it's one of those things that you sit there and you say to yourself, like, how, like, why? Not even how, like, why? Just, just why? And then I think someone who just, who did this tweet? Tony? Marinaro from uh, TSN Radio 690, he, he tweeted this literally like an hour ago. He goes, can you imagine if the Habs beat the Penguins in the play-in and the Penguins win the lottery to get the number one pick and draft Lafreniere? That legitimately could happen. Understand that, Devils fans and hockey fans. That can legitimately happen. It's, po- it's, it's possible enough to the point where the Penguins, who have been arguably the luckiest franchise in the history of the NHL, considering the things that have happened in their entire organization since they've been created in 67, for them to get another top, you know, once-in-a-generational talent to take over for Crosby eventually when he retires and things like, it's just one of those things that you sit there and you say, why? Like, why are you doing this to all of us? And that just brings up, you know, that, this whole thing brings up those conspiracy theories once again with a lot of us hockey fans and saying, see, this is the thing. The NHL has rigged these things to help those bigger market teams. Pittsburgh's considered a big market hockey town. Chicago, Montreal, you have New York. You, I mean, it, it, this is what it is. And so if you're Lafreniere and you walk out and you're like, I don't even want to talk about it, it just shows. Even he I, I, understood. I'm, I'm going overseas. Sure. I mean, I'm not, 
it, it's it, it it just it, it's so it's so disappointing that the NHL had a chance to not screw them to not you know piss everyone off and they chose to just do it anyway and everybody's gonna come, gonna come after me and say oh it's not rigged it's it's the luck of the draw blah 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 and I'm like dude if it's the luck of the draw then why did Ottawa get four first round picks in five years like real me that Batman I mean honestly like what like. How can you not say that? How did Toronto several years ago win the lottery to draft Austin Matthews? Like, you know what I mean? It's just, it, it's, it's one of those things that just, it, it just, it, it's just frustrating. And I'm already hearing people saying, you know, I, I think a lot of people are expecting the, the, that, that first pick to be held by like, God forbid Edmonton gets another first round pick. I mean, if it's, if it's them, I think a lot of people are going to really, really want to really want to come after the NHL. But it's, it's one of those things that's just so frustrating to deal with. And I just saw this, and this was tweeted out by um, Ryan Hanna, who's part of the Winged Wheeled Pod, which is a Red Wings-based pod. He goes, the Red Wings get bumped down three spots to fourth overall. That's minus nine spots over the past four drafts. The Red Wings have actually dropped every single draft in the last four years. I just realized that this lottery system needs to go. And it's exactly correct. It is. It needs to go. And even this year, in a unique situation with a different type of lottery, you still found a way to screw it up. You still found a way to make it obvious that it's rigged. And, you know, Commissioner Bill Daly, Gary Bettman, everybody works in the NHL. They're smiling knowing that this is true. They're going to deny it. But they know it's true. Yeah, I mean, I I can go on all about this. Yeah. I just, I, but uh, no, I look. You were you were ranting and raving on the on the chat, and I was thinking, I was saying to myself like, oh, I was gonna wait till tomorrow to do my to do this episode. But then you were like, dude, I'll just come on right now. Let's just let's just get it done. And, and this is more of a you know not like this is not scripted, ladies and gentlemen. Um, I originally was gonna do this do this whole thing on my own. I had other things I was going to talk about as well. Um, but the fact that this is what ended up happening um, is pretty, pretty darn frustrating for all, for a lot of us. Um, talking about it from the devil's standpoint, again, you can't really be that mad because again, where we ended up is pretty much where we all expected to be six or seven. It, that's what it ended up being. If we went down to eight, I'd have been pretty disappointed. Um, you know, and it would just be like, all right, whatever. If we had draw, if we had moved up, you know, to six, five, four, you know, whatever, we would have, you know, we would have been ecstatic as always. But once, you know, the Devils got, you know, once we got told it was some paper, we're like, all right, cool. But then our our attention shifted to, okay, where is that playing team going? Like we, like already we knew it was a top three, so we're like, okay, best case scenario, it's it's number three, and it's gonna be, you know, you know, it's gonna be Ottawa and Detroit. Like, that's the way I looked at it at that point. I was like, it was going to be Ottawa, number one, Detroit, number two, and then whatever that play-in team was. That's the way I thought it was going to go at that point. But in the back of my mind, I still had it in my head to say, someone's going to get screwed. I just don't know who it is. And we found out. It was multiple teams, particularly the two teams that really needed the number one overall pick in the Senators and the Red Wings. And I, I don't know. Um, we'll probably have an episode next week. Um, or the week after talking about, you know, where, 
you know, what players are going to be around probably around when the Devils are selecting at number seven. Um, we'll obviously have a lot more answers as to where else the Devils might be picking in this year's draft, depending on Vancouver and, and Arizona, God forbid. Uh, but yeah, um, <laughs> uh, this, this was something that was not expected. Um, very frustrating day or evening. Uh, so, you know, we, we build up all day for a half hour and, uh, uh, all of us in one way or another got punched in the stomach and, uh, we're if proven. Montreal, if Montreal, Pittsburgh, Toronto, or Edmonton win the draft lottery, riots. Well, yeah, that makes sense. No, because it'll just prove it. It'll just prove once again, okay, the NHL is looking after the big market teams. They don't want to see a big market team have a period where they really are not that good and that there's small market. And this is why I've said it in all sports. This is not just hockey, ladies and gentlemen. There are other sports that this happens. Does anyone ever wonder why a team like the Jacksonville Jaguars in the NFL have only had a few se- a handful of seasons where they've been good, and most of the time they're pretty crappy? It's not just because of terrible ownership and poor drafting. It's also because the NFL has made it clear that they are not trying to help those other those you know small market teams that are not giving them as much business. So this is what you're seeing. And if you're if you're not a hockey fan and you just saw this, welcome to the world that is the NHL screwing over small market teams. And I, I'm you know speaking as a Devils fan, did they screw they screw the Devils? No, because again, like I mentioned, they fell right where they were probably expected to fall. So we didn't get screwed. Buffalo really didn't get screwed. They dropped down one spot from where they were originally at. Uh, Anaheim, same thing. And it cha- all of that changed when Ottawa showed up at number five. That's when you said, damn it, they're doing it. They're trying to screw over teams. And that's what happened. So, you know, um, so, so I, I don't really have anything else, Shane. I don't, I don't, know, what, I don't know what about you. Yeah, I mean, my phone's blowing up. Yeah, no, it's true. Um, Shane, actually, just before I let you go, uh, just tell the lovely folks here listening uh, where you where we can find more of you and uh, you know keep up to date with what's going on. Yeah, so um, you know I, I haven't posted much for the since train as because there's really nothing to post. Um, <laughs> Until I don't know now episode right now, but uh, you can find me at Shane underscore Ryan ninety seven. You can still find me at since train. Uh, overtaking 92. Uh, you can also find me on my other project at CFL Pod, uh, CFL Man Pod on Twitter. Uh, and on that one, we have a very big announcement coming up on Sunday. So you'll want to swing over that. Make sure you have the notification clicked on so you don't miss it because it's going to be exciting. We're excited for it. I can't wait. Um, but yeah, thank you for having me on. I was super heated. Yeah. I calmed down a lot. I'm still. I still can't get over. Yeah, you're gonna need you're gonna need 24 hours, Shane. You're gonna need 24 hours. Oh, I'm gonna need like 58. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, speaking, you know, again, as Devils fan, I can sleep easier, but I'm still pissed off because of the teams that got screwed. It was unfair, but but fortunately, but I like players, players and other media personnel have started to call it out. You know, what players have called it out? Like, they haven't sure called it out, but they've been like, what the hell? Pat Maroon. Oh, oh yeah, I'm sure. They've just been like, what the hell? Right. You had Doug, Doug McLean being like, this is bull. You had um, yes. Gary basically being like, this is crap. Like, even Bob McKenzie was hella confused. Like, hmm. yeah, I don't I know. think people realize, like, I honestly think the league, like, 
the league realized that they they fucked up. So, yeah. Uh, yeah, I know, I know, I know, Shane. I know, Shane. It's uh, it's difficult. Um, you know, we're we're trying here. Uh, again, we're recording this uh, about an hour after it was announced that. Again, in case nobody knows, um, it's uh, it's Ottawa. LA and then whatever playing team gets that pick. So that's that's what we're dealing with in the 2020 NHL draft. And thank you 2020 for once again for the 800th time this year really just crapping on everybody. But that'll do it for this edition of the Devil's State of Mind podcast. Uh you can check out more of this on, you know, all the the platforms that we have where we have all the podcasts just search for Hockey Podcast Network or go on the website and you can find Every new episode of the Devil's State of Mind pod. Uh, you can follow us on Twitter at Devil's State, on Instagram at Devil's State of Mind, and check out our Facebook page, uh, Devil's State of Mind, where you can stay up to date with new episodes. We post every single Monday. So this will come out on Monday, the 29th of June. So we have that. Um, but yeah, check that out. Check out the uh, Mofobo Network. Uh, we have a YouTube channel and a podcast where we talk about. Things going on in the world of sports, uh, probably on that podcast or YouTube channel, I will go into uh, more detail with what the hell just happened with the draft lottery. So we're on, you know, Anchor and Spotify with the with the Mofobo, you know, network podcast. We're on YouTube and we also have a Facebook page just like Devil State of Mind. And last but but you could also, uh, by the way, you could follow me on uh, my personal Twitter at T-H-E-N-V-P-S-H-O-W and on Instagram at N-V-P-Q-B-11. And also go check out my book on Amazon.com, J-E-T-S, Pain, 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 which is the pain and suffering of being a New York Jets fan. So if you're a Jets fan, a football fan, or you just want to support me and check it out, go see it on Amazon. It's for hardcover and ebook for the price of $19.69. And if you're a Jets fan, you probably figured out why I chose that. But uh, for Shane Ryan, I'm Neil Valpiano. This has been another edition of the Devil's State of Mind podcast, and we will see you in the next one. Everyone be safe. Thank you to all the essential workers out there. The NHL sucks once again, and rock on. Woo!